Welcome to another great episode of Sling and Stone, where we have authentic conversations with no script on engaging topics with a genuine brotherhood. And best of all, we get to do life with you. What's up, everybody? We are back for another great episode of Sling and Stone. Welcome. Yeah. Yep. We got we got the fellas back in here, and we also got Corey. Corey. Corey's in the house today. Corey, what up? What up? He is back. He is back. So Corey, oh, what makes you come back to us, this man? <laughs> this is one of the questions I forgot to ask you. I was like, what drew you to want to work with 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 us at Sling and Stone? Because I know you heard of the podcast. You heard some episodes before you even joined the team. Right. right so right. what what made you? What drew you to say, hey, I want to work with these fellas? I like conversation. I like. Listen to other people. Dialogue, right? Yeah, they're yeah. like what they think about, you know, pick their brains. He, mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much. I just like conversation. Yeah, and I remember we're talking to you in the beginning. Um, you're like, people are not talking about stuff like this. It's not like, oh, from a Christian point of view, or, yeah. you know, there's no, there's not enough of that out there. And I think uh, it's very important that we put out, you know, into the airways what, you know, from our side of things, you know. Yeah. It's funny you say that because I, I, I typed in Christian podcasts yeah. on Spotify and they're like, there was like a few I saw, but they haven't posted in like almost like a year. You do see that. Oh, you, yeah. You do see that, that they start and then you don't, they just fall away. Yeah. No, I've definitely seen that before too. Yeah. I don't know. There are a few Christian podcasts out there that I like. I'm not going to mention them right now just because they're for me. But Yeah. But there's not a lot of them <laughs> on Spotify. There's not a lot of them. So. They're mine. <laughs> but so, any, anything anything news going on with you, man, since the last time you were on there? Uh, I started a new job. Oh, right on. Work, work, work. A new job, so I started this week. So how's that going? It's going pretty good. I like it so far. Yeah, so. still in the early stages. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah. it's completely different than your old job, though. Oh yeah, totally different. You have to be professional, like suit, like. Um, it's more casual. Oh okay. More casual, but you know, it's not just stuck in the office. I get to go out and that's go a to good the thing and stuff like that. So yeah, office. Anybody else? Anything? No, I'm, I'm, I listen, the next, I, I told myself the next couple of episodes, I'm just going to, I'm going to keep quiet, man. <laughs> keep quiet. Why are you going to keep quiet? Because, man, I always got something going on, bro. I'd rather, I, I'm, I'm saying I'm going to keep all yeah. my incidents to a minimum. Mm-mm. Jimmy's the king no, of stories. We, we got to talk about incident right now. There's no separation <laughs> in anime and cartoons. Mm, that was a, a conversation we had off, no, off, off air. I'm sorry, it's not. It's, mm, it's a cartoon. No. It's anime. anime cartoon? man. It's called anime. So, I got it, but it's still a cartoon. So an anime person gets offended if you call anime cartoon. Is that for real? I think so. Yeah, that's a real thing. I'm not offended. It, it, I just, I, I truly believe. Corey's like, I'm offended. No, I'm it. not offended. I did it to someone before. Oh, I was like, real? yo, that's a cartoon, right? It's anime, man. It's anime. And then you, Jimmy, you get offended that they call it a cartoon. Or you don't want it. You want the, yeah. you want the separation. Let, like, let me let me tell you why, right? And I, I'm assuming I'm speaking for the anime people. I'm not sure, <laughs> but I'm gonna speak for the cartoon. Wait, I when thought I, you said you were gonna stay quiet. When I no, about my incidents. Oh, my bad. <laughs> but so when I hear and when I hear cartoon, I think of your normal cartoon growing up. You know, Looney Transformers, Tunes. Transformers, <laughs> you know, Speedo? Voltron, Thundercats. These are your normal cartoons. Okay. So when I hear anime, I think more a mixture. I I think mixture between the reality and cartoon mixed, and it gives you that that almost three D look. Is that fair? What? You you know the look like it's a little cartoon, but it's not real. So it's like it's like the anime to me is like in a different like 
if you told me, hey, let's go watch anime, I'm like, uh, okay, so a cartoon, so, I, oh, you got my interest. When somebody says anime to you, what do you think? Like, give me the first thing that pops in your head. Uh, Dragon Ball Z. Okay, now when somebody says cartoon, what's the first thing that pops in your head? Cartoon? Uh-huh. Um, Charlie Brown, Thundercats, Voltron, you know, cartoon. Well, technically, <laughs> technically, <laughs> if you think about it, though, wasn't Voltron like an early form of anime? Ooh. No. Yeah, wow. just oh, like Robotech and Voltron was an early form of anime. Christian. Oh, I'm sorry. I guess I don't know, man, but it makes sense know. to me. Is anime more like uh, Asian culture, though? Is it? I think Isn't so. Isn't it like Japanese? Japanese. I think like, so, yeah. Every time I think anime, I think, yeah. you know, yeah. like it, we get it like... Hence the, Voltron. We get the, the dubbed version of it. That's not the original language. I, I agree. Like. Yeah, I, I would say that. But I, I like, listen, I do like both. I'm just saying, if my daughter was like, my daughter's a very big anime person. Is she? Yeah, very big. So if she said, hey, dad, let's watch, I don't know, like an anime My movie, Hero Academia. I, I just can't get into it. I like, I like cartoons. If I had to pick, I'd rather just watch an old school, I'm just old school cartoon. So what's your favorite cartoon then? My favorite cartoon? Yeah. Probably Voltron. That's one of mine yeah. too. Thundercats. Those are my two. They all up there. I'm sorry, Bobby's two. World. I know Bobby's World. Bo- uh, no, I like Bobby's World. Bobby's World. Was yeah, Samantha beat Thundercats Voltron. How about you? Uh, Never heard of it. He's like, I don't watch. Those <laughs> <laughs> no, I watch those. I watch those. Yeah. Um, I used to watch Boomerang a lot, where they showed all the old yeah, yeah. cartoons and stuff. Um, but um, it gotta be Dragon Ball Z for me. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z. It's not a. You know what? Dragon Ball Z. I got when I got older. Mm. You know, when I hear when I. When you when I say thunder like Thundercats Voltron I think when I was younger, and to me that was my good years. So I like to relate to that. So when you got to your like thirties and forties, you were into Thundercats or Voltron. <laughs> no, that was He Man. Oh, He Man. My bad. But you guys um, like uh, Christian. You don't want the smoke, bro. <laughs> Stop when you're ahead, my brother. I'm sorry, man. Ron's not here. I'm feeling somebody's yeah. got to step in. Nah. But um, you guys um, what was I gonna say? But you guys remember, like, back in our days, I don't call you a lot. Younger, it was Saturday right? morning. Saturday man. morning. Yes. Saturday morning cartoons. Saturday morning. Was that still the thing? It wasn't that far back. Was that was, still the yeah, thing for you? Okay. Thing for me. Corey's like, I was busy. Yeah, no, year. man. Oh, yeah. I'm old too. Like, I used to, every day in the morning before school, I used to watch Smurfs. Smurfs? Okay. Before school. Before school? Yeah, like, I wasn't I, even I was allowed like, to have the TV on before school. Man. I didn't say I was allowed. Nah, during, what was it? On Saturdays, it was WB. They showed, like, all these cartoon yep. shows. And it was like Static Shock for me. I don't know if you guys watched that before. I've never mm-hmm. even heard of it, man. Static Shock. I think I did. No, uh, no. Uh, uh, Black just, superhero. He, he he like like had like a. He was dressed up with a dryer sheet. Nah, like. No, no, no. He had like electricity oh, powers and stuff like bro. that. <laughs> What's going on, Chris? I didn't know. I, I've never heard of it. <laughs> wow, yeah, attacking you superheroes, it's, bro. It's a pretty good show. Okay. His cape was his thing. Try a sheet. I'm thinking like a character like Captain Underwear, you know? Wow. Captain Underwear. Captain Underpants? You know? Underpants, yeah. Uh, dude, you can see how much I watch it, too, right? <laughs> He's got a thing with underwear today, like Speedos. He, does. And <laughs> he really but, does. But uh, yeah, it was so much fun, man. You know, you just get up in the morning. That was what you wanted to do, is watch cartoons. Um, but yeah, uh, some of those cartoons were weird, too, though, man. We got weird cartoons out there. Oh, and there's still weird but, cartoons out there. They're called anime. But yeah, well, Corey, congratulations on the new job and all that, man. And Thank you. that's a good thing. And it's funny because like we're all in different places with our jobs and everything. I know, Jimmy, you got something going up then possibly with your job. And yeah. you guys heard me say it already that I, I left uh, my full time job to do other stuff with ministry and things like that. And and I actually picked up a little side gig refereeing. Talked about that before too, and that that's pretty fun. But um, you know, 
workplace is gonna be tough sometimes, man. Like uh, now that I'm on the other side of things, I'm like, wow, all these years I put up with some stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you put up with some stuff, and and I wasn't always saved <laughs> when I was working. I started right. working early. Like right. my first job, I got on my on my 16th birthday, I had my first interview and started working right away. Man. So yeah, when you guys started working. Oh man, I started working when I was 15, Publix. Oh, you went at 15? Yeah. Wow. 15, Publix. Publix. Man. Dude, that was my favorite job. I, I could imagine Publix looks like it's fun to work. Yeah. Everybody seems happy at Publix. It is, man. I go there and I'm just like, everyone's yeah. so cheerful. And the, I know two people that actually work at Publix and they love it. Yeah. They really do love it. No, so, I, I think I, I think that that was still to this day probably one of my favorite jobs because you didn't have a care in the world. Yeah. You still lived at home. You were just making money on the side. like it was Well, money. that's your story. Oh, that's true. That's my story. <laughs> what was your first job, Jimmy? <laughs> wasn't home. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't living home. <laughs> let's go there. But, um, no, let's, man. Let's nah. talk about it, though. Like, how often do we have, and I don't know, we actually ended up having um, somebody who kind of wanted us to address these subjects, but we ended up... Uh, they ended up having a situation where they dealt with a difficult boss or, or a difficult individual that they were dealing with. Um, and uh, how often are we in the workplace where we're having to deal with uh, a difficult boss or a difficult coworker or, or somebody who we don't see eye to eye and they don't have the same values as we do. Yeah, know? Let me tell you how hard that is. Um, mm -hmm. It, it, you know what makes it a hard predicament to be in aside from having to deal with um, the, the, a, a negative person? Let me just say that at work for, for whatever, right? Negative people, yeah. Yeah, negative people is that you have, for the mo most of us have to be there. We need the job. We need, we need yeah. to build. We, need, we got bills to pay. We got, you know, uh, it's a bad place to be in because I don't think, I don't think for the most part we're trained to deal with how do you, I mean, how do you deal with, negative from a job and you know you can't walk away from it mm. you know you can't just you know for the, the Some average people can, joe most people can't right. yeah, so your yeah. average joe you can't just say well you know what i'm not dealing with this i'm gonna walk out mm -hmm. i know i can't right i know i can't let me speak for me i can't i got a family i got i gotta take care of i got kids i can't do it so you have to train yourself option b and that is how do you how do I, how can I function daily knowing that you're going to have that at the job, that negative, you know, um, you're getting put in a negative environment. It's hard, man. It is so hard uh, dealing with it because the fact that you almost kind of go into the situation every day knowing that there's a chance that you're going to, you know, you're, you're going to be put out there, I guess is the best way of putting it. You yeah. know, you're going to be challenged in so many words. And it's definitely hard of a, you know, a, of a believer because of the fact that you're expected to respond or, or behave a certain way. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, is the, the man or, or woman aspect of you, the flesh aspect of you, wants to be able to give that person a piece of your mind, you know? So let me give you two different, I'm going I'm to say this, I'm going to give you two different views or experience that I went through with that. So the first one was... I'm going to call him by name. I worked at a Home Depot. Okay. And I got the job. Um, 
This was when I lived down south. I got the job at Home Depot, and I remember thrilled because back then you you back then in the in the nine in the early two thousands, you say Home Depot, you think, wow, that's a good job. Yeah. I don't know about now, but you know, you you get that right. Right. So I worked there. I don't remember. Maybe a week, two weeks, whatever it was. And I remember, I had. A guy go. Uh, uh, some gentleman came up to me. He's like, "Hey, I need some plumbing parts, whatever. You know, pipes for I have a leak." And you could tell this guy does this. Like he's. It wasn't for his house. You could tell he he was doing because he had like uh, tools on him, and you could just tell he's a he's a contractor for something. Mm-hmm. It wasn't his personal house. So he came there knowing what he needed. I need a a three. For you know, inch pipe, <laughs> whatever, yeah. water, whatever. Everything. He just starts breaking it down, bro. And I, I had they made me wear a vest that said, "I work in all departments." Back then, <laughs> how little did this guy know? Now, I was not in my walk. How long were you there? I don't remember. Maybe a week, two weeks. Three days. You know all the departments already. And I'm supposed to know every department. Subject matter up. expert. It was, was a setup. Up. It was a setup. And and I notice now they don't have that now. So that was I was I feel like an experiment. They tried and say okay this didn't work. Didn't work. Ricky hazing. Yeah. The rat and the cheese. So I worked there and the dude went up to me. He's like three, four, five times this and this and I'm like all right I got you, I got you. Stay right here. So I turned around, walked down the aisle, got in my car, left, and never came back. And I left the guy there waiting for me. Oh. <laughs> Hope he's not there now. He's still waiting. He's still there. But that's how I dealt with it. That was just me Dang, dealing man. with. That's how. And I was, I was in a point where I had no worries. Like I didn't wow. care. Oh, this is what y'all doing? I'm out. So you didn't need your job at that point. No, I needed it, but I didn't. Um, your pride took over. I didn't. Um, maybe I didn't need it as like right now. I wasn't mature enough to know how much I did need it. Let me it. say that, yeah, you yeah. know. And, but now to fast forward, now I'm in my walk. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm I'm here in, you know, not down south. I'm you know here in Orlando, and I ran into a situation at my job where I was a supervisor at the time, and I ran into a very very extremely very negative manager that i had to deal with yeah. on a daily mm-hmm. to the point where i i would leave and feel like i don't want to come back to this place mm. but i know i need this place because that's what's putting food on my on kid's table, table. Yeah. Yeah. i'm paying my mortgage i'm i'm my car payment and whatever else you want to throw yeah. on top of that so I was stuck in a bad dilemma because I brought up the first incident to tell you that's how that would have done. Mm-hmm. Just leave, right? That was easy, very easy solution. Yeah. Yeah. But I can't do that now. Yeah. So I remember going home and it just stressed every single day. The, the guy was just, there was not a positive day. Right. And my wife looked at me and she goes, before you go in the building, just pray. Mm. Just pray. So I did that for, in all honesty, I did that for about two weeks. And um, this is not a coincidence. In two weeks, we changed management at the store at my job, and this guy was, you know, uh, they they moved him out. Hmm. Wow! And he was supposed to do a year there. Wow! Because you can't leave once the manager gets the shift. You're there for a year, then you they rotate. Yeah. You know they rotate management. Yeah. He was only there three months. Yeah. So for that's unheard of for that to happen. Wow. Yeah. But um, I didn't pray for a day. 
Right. I didn't pray for 24 hours. I, I just, and let me say, I prayed for two weeks, but I, I didn't, that wasn't my time limit. I was just going to pray every day. Yeah. And I didn't give up on the prayer. And I really believed in God, this has to be it. Right. Then the next day, God, this has to be it. And I just kept that. Yeah. And and God removed that from me. Yeah. So that's how I dealt with that. Wow. Well, what was it? And, and if you don't mind me being completely like candid, like what was your prayer? Um, I didn't pray. Like you didn't pray for this guy to leave, right? No, no, absolutely not. Um, I, I In all actuality, I really didn't even pray for him at all. I'm going to keep it transparent. You just prayed about the situation. I just prayed that I went in there and I, 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 I was able to deal with anything that was coming my way. Wow. That's awesome. And that's what I prayed. And I stuck with the prayer. I didn't every day. I didn't look at it like, oh, this didn't work. Let me try this. Oh, that didn't work. Let me pray for him now. No, I just kept with the prayer. In my heart, I really believe God was listening. Um, And it got to the point where I wasn't expecting God to answer. I prayed. I did. I felt like I do. I'm doing my part. Right. And then I just moved on with my night. And then I just I just repeated, repeated. um, God, you know, cover me. May I go that's in there good, and be man. able to shield anything that's negative coming my way? That's such a mature Stuff like prayer, that. Yeah, you know, I didn't go at it. Uh, oh God, take this guy out of here, you know? <laughs> but I, as, I hear you, as I hear you talking, you say, oh, you know, what was that prayer like? And you said, I didn't pray for him. I prayed for myself. And that sounds kind of selfish, but in a way, if God can help you through it, it actually helps him too because we can easily go back to the way we handle things outside of, yeah. outside of God. So that could have been ugly for somebody, for some people. Hey, I would have just punched a guy, or I would have done this. I would have done. You yeah. know, it got uglier. Yeah. So in a way, God helping you actually helped the situation for him to to not get the smoke from Jimmy. It's Jimmy's smoke. <laughs> yeah, it's hard, bro. I was tempted. I was tempted. <laughs> Honestly, though, I've I've been in situations too where you know uh, somebody's you know somebody that's over me was disagreeing with something that I had to say, and it's it's hard because of the fact that. I, th- I think that the Lord is not only looking for how we act, but I also think that the Lord's looking for how we respond. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think that that's part of our true character is how we respond because we can respond to somebody. And I'm sorry, man, even in, in, in my walk, there's been times I've responded and it wasn't the correct way to respond, mm-hmm. you know? So I do think that the Lord's looking at those moments when we are under the gun, when we are under the pressure and he's looking to see how we choose to respond in those situations. So I think if you have like a conscious effort of that, you know, there are moments when I'm getting all heated and my emotions get involved with it. Um, where I actually have to just stop and be like, Lord, I I don't know. Like I'm heated. I'm upset. I need help. Like, mm. I need help with my response right now because the response that I want to give is not the response that I know that I should give. So Lord, I need your help right now. And uh, something that's actually helped me personally is if I'm ever at that point where I'm angry, I just put on worship music and I just start praising and it changes my mood immediately, you know, because there's your, I'm praising the Lord. Like, you know, and I know not everybody responds that way, but in my experience, you know, with dealing with my emotions and stuff like that, that's the one thing that works for me. So, yeah. Imagine somebody telling me back in the day to deal with the negative. Pray. That wasn't going to happen. Like, that's not that was never, you know, um, I, I think 
prayer, if you don't understand prayer, which I didn't growing up, I never understand prayer. You hear prayer, but when you hear that, um, because it's because you don't get that response right away. I never, I never, I never, um, I didn't believe in it to that point, yeah. you know, because you always think, well, God, you know, help me during this day, and then God has to answer right there. No, 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 yeah. You know, that, but that's, that's, that's your mentality. My mentality yeah, then. Yeah. And I know that, I know for a fact that's a lot of people's mentality. Um, that's not, that doesn't, that's not in their walk like that and not, you know, um, and, and believe in the old school, uh, just pray. But when my mom, when my wife said pray, part of me, and I was in my walk, I'm gonna be very transparent, I was in my walk, but part of me was like, pray. Like, not that I don't believe in the prayer, but I was more like, how is that helping me now? Right now. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm stressed right now. Mm-hmm. Right now, right? And because I understand that God can activate that prayer whenever he wants, whenever he feels like you're ready to receive that prayer, right? Mm-hmm. There's no guarantee when, for me, there's no guarantee when God, but now there you go. You have to have that faith. Your heart parched has to be lined up. Mm-hmm. All of that takes place. So I'm like, yeah, but I did. Yeah. And when I say I didn't pray for the guy, um, I didn't mean I prayed for me like, God, give me the strength to deal with this guy. God, give me the strength to avoid him. God, no, nothing with him. Nothing. God, just give me the, the, the power to, to shield me from any negative, mm-hmm. any, mm-hmm. you know. I'm not going to, I don't want to shine any, anything on anyone that's to me at that moment that you, you're dimming your own light. Yeah. Me personally, don't tell, don't get me wrong. I pray for people. I'm just saying, at that particular moment, maybe he's going through. In fairness, yeah. maybe he's going through his own drama. Maybe right. he's going through whatever, Absolutely. right? But at that particular moment, I'm going through something, and if God can, if I can pray for God to straighten my heart, to be able to deal with that, then I can give him maybe the proper prayer. Yeah, you know. But I have to be right with myself first. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have to deal with your own heart posture first. Because if I prayed for that dude, it wasn't going to be right. Right. Even though it's through prayer. It's almost out of a place of anger. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I the way I focused on that was, pray. I, I'm, I'm asking for help, Father. Right. I want to be able to deal with this. Like, make me right. Right. Yeah. Correct me. Get my heart right. Man, what a hard prayer is that, though? It, it was very, two weeks. Yeah. And I'm being generous. It's probably a little longer, but about average two weeks. And then I got the news the next day, you know, whenever time it was. Hey, we're just gonna remove the guy. Too many complaints. Oh dang! You know, and he didn't, and the guy lost his job. Eventually, he's not here no more. But that doesn't mean I never wished that. I never prayed for. I will never pray for somebody to lose their job. Yeah, but right. if that's was in his future, then it is what it is. I can't control that. I can control my own heart posture and where I want. And and I really believe the proper prayer only takes place when your heart is lined up the right way. And that's what I'm learning. Yeah. You know, and we're talking about, you know, maybe like a work situation or something right now, but who are we to think that people forget even work situation, that people like that aren't going to pop up in our lives, you know, just so happen to walking down the street or, you know, in church or, or whatever the case is. And how are we choosing to respond to these people? You yeah, know, to respond to these people that we completely disagree with or that seem like they're just kind of out to give us a bad day, you know? Yeah. That's not to say that we have to be pushovers, you know? Nobody has to be a pushover, um, yeah. but there's a certain way that you're supposed to respond, you know? I agree. So. Yeah. 
I had to deal with a supervisor one time that was making things real difficult at the work site. But um, ultimately, I, I I was praying and I asked God for you know vision and understanding of a like the totality of the situation. Mm. And through that, I understood what I got from it was what what can I change to make the situation better. So I was like, oh. If I do this in the morning when I come in, this might relieve the situation in the afternoon. That's good, man. And, you know, so, so I, I started doing that more and more. And ultimately, the supervisor wasn't really a factor at that point. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that, you know, they might have their day here and there. But eventually, the job got a little bit better that way. So, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes see, see what you could do for yourself and see if you can change the situation and make it a little yeah, bit better. That, that's well. a real mature way of thinking, too, because at the end of the day, you can't control the other person. Yeah. But you can control how you respond and what exactly. you do, you know, and hopefully yeah. that will open their eyes to see. Hold on, this person is trying something different, or they'll yeah. see something. You, by example, they might see something different and it might soften their heart or change the way they they operate. Yeah, sometimes if you're not ultimately whatever position you're in, if you're not using it to the fullest potential, that could also hurt you at the end of the day as well mm-hmm. and it make things worse. Yeah. So are you doing everything that you can do? Yeah. And that that goes to to me, you know, the Bible says for us believers, we're, we're held to a different standard. You know, God is ultimately our boss, and it says whenever we do something, do it as if you're doing it unto, unto God. The Lord. Yeah. Even, and, but I know it's so hard sometimes when, um, let's say you're working with someone who doesn't even believe in the same things you believe, and 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 I think if we take the approach that our jobs are not there to provide for us, now hear me out. Because the Bible says that God is our provider. Mm-hmm. But if we take our jobs as a mission field, and when we go into a mission field, not everyone believes in your God. Yeah, Everyone has their own different beliefs, but we still are the example in that arena to bring in a light into it. We're supposed to be attractive. To correct, correct. And, and, and whether they believe it or not. But I also want to say this too, doesn't mean we have to sit there and take abuse. Right. Jesus flipped tables. <laughs> you don't sit there and just take abuse. Abuse. God doesn't want his children to be abused. Absolutely not. So it comes to a point, and, and, I, and I think we have to, because sometimes we, we're in a, a work site for so many years that changing is kind of scary um, because we've just been there. And like, what am I going to do next? This and that. And you don't have to make the decision to, I need to move right now. You know, unless, unless it's just straight up abuse and, and, and there's legal actions that you can take. But if it's just a... Uh, a situation where you can stick it out and keep it in prayer, like you were saying, Jim and Corey, you know, keep it in prayer that God show me what I can do differently, and hopefully it changes. But if it doesn't change, it, it doesn't change. You can still look elsewhere. Yeah, a absolutely. job. But sometimes we get so married to the job, you know, because it could be a job that you actually like the job, but it's just the people around and things like that happen too. But just know that we were never created to take abuse. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree with you. But I also look at it from this standpoint, too. And I know that we've talked about it before. If you're there, then that means God has a representative that's there. So there's a job to be done, mm-hmm. you know, while you're there. Don't get me wrong. That's not to say that you can't be looking for something else. You can Correct. definitely Correct. be looking for something else. Correct. But there's a job to be done while you're yeah. there. There's always going to be a job. to Wherever you go, there's always going to be a job to be done if you're a believer. Yeah. And if we think about it that way, like Jesus came into this world. And he had persecution and all that stuff was happening. So if we look at the job as the world, the field that God wants us to work, yep. all that stuff's going to happen. Because um, if you, they don't recognize you as a child of God, then they're going to they're gonna 
misuse you and, and abuse you. Yeah. Because you don't know. But but this this I think this helps out too. And I heard this um, uh, from my pastor a while back, and it helped me so much. It's if you know the nature of a thing, it really can't hurt you. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So if you know someone is an unbeliever, um, and I'm gonna go somewhere else with this too. If someone is a unbeliever, then they're just reacting according to their nature. Yeah. So we can't put any expectations of the kingdom of somebody who's not born of the kingdom. Yeah. But then we also have people that within organizations who claim to be believers, but don't act like a believer. Right. And we might have some struggles with, with that too. And the Bible says, you know, to not walk together with, uh, when you're not yoked, meaning you're not walking the same path, you're not walking the same direction, but it is hard because we have to work in this world. Yep. We have to work in this world. So basically, we have to study people's natures, uh, their nature. And if you know the nature, it can't hurt you. Yeah. Like if you see a rattlesnake and that tail's rattling, who will be the idiot? <laughs> like if you get bit, you just take another step and put your hand out, try to pet it, and you get bit, you're going to kill the rattlesnake? Yeah. And that's well, what they do nowadays. You jump in a, in a lake and the alligator yeah. bites you, they kill the alligator. He was doing what he's supposed to do. Yep. Yeah. You know, so we gotta, we gotta, there's a lot that you have to process. And, and our response, our response is always going to be, if we respond the wrong way, it gets, it, it's this big thing. Oh, you, you respond that way. We're always under a magnifying glass. Yeah, absolutely. We, and we talked about it on one of our episodes. What was it? Uh, expectations of, of a Christian. Christian. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's fine. Um, you know, those expectations I'm, I'm okay with. Cause you know, <clears throat> even before, before my walk, the expectation, you're always going to have expectation for my parents. You're going to have expectation from your friends. You're going to have yeah. expectation from whatever, whatever. There's always going to be expectations in something that you apply yourself in. Mm-hmm. That You're not going to escape that. There's expectations we put on ourselves, expectations other people put on you. <laughs> yeah, that, that's something I was going to just bring up. Think about other like religions too, right? So other religions, it's kind of like you can talk about the other religions and it's kind of like, oh, well, you know, take it easy because they're whatever. But when it comes to Christianity and following as a believer, like the stigma that's put on, you know, believers like, oh, no, you need to behave right. Oh, you messed up there. Yeah. Like, you did that. Yeah. like they're jumping on it. Real yeah. Quick, you know? and, yeah. yeah. And not only are they jumping on it now, they they it's almost like that's confirmation from what, what they were already believing. Yeah. Yep. So it's a different level, yeah. you know. There's a you can you can look at it and be like, oh well, you weren't supposed to do that, yep. and that's it. It's normally it ends there, right? You know, if you tell your kid not to touch the stove and they touch it, don't touch that again. Okay, boom, it's done. Yep. I don't label you something clumsy or whatever. You know, you don't, right? Right, right. But the Christian, one thing now you're labeled a fake, a fraud, hypocrite, hypocrite. <laughs> that's the big one. I mean, you get everything <laughs> thrown your way, everything thrown your way. So, um, that, yeah, that's hard. That's definitely hard. And, you know, I guess where I'm kind of going to go with this though is, yeah, we are under a microscope. We are. Um, but the sooner we identify that and just kind of realize like, Hey, you know, we're, we're, we're being watched. So there's an importance yeah. in what our response is at that point. It puts the importance that much more important on how we respond or how we behave or how we are perceived even, you know, cause perception, a lot of the time perception is, is a lot, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think that, um, knowing that, that we're under the microscope, it's not supposed to be a, a, a stressful thing. It's supposed to be an honor is, mm-hmm. is kind of the way that I look at it. You know, it's supposed to be an honor. We are representing a King, 
you know so with that being said do we make mistakes yeah but the responsibility is that much more yeah right you know what i think is one of the the biggest downfalls and i'm 100% guilty of this is what for me what does all this is i think the biggest thing that affects us is comfortability yeah yes i mean you know i i can riff all day about the stress i am in my job honestly mm-hmm. i could i could tell you how i overcame it i can tell you how i'm dealing with it now i can i can we can do this 20 more episodes easy hands down but the fact remains is this if i didn't allow myself to get comfortable i know i would have been in a better place i am in a better place now but you know what i mean like career-wise yeah, i, I would have been but I get it. you get comfortable you do to the point where you allow the negative and it becomes where uh, how do i deal with the negative let's get to the root of it is this are you there because you got comfortable mm-hmm. now if you're there because you simply got comfortable now you need to be like okay do i need to be here maybe that's where you start because this question is like well how do you know this isn't i should just quit my job how do you know the difference you know, God's never going to tell you to quit your job. So how do you know? I could do the the Christian lingo and be like, just, you'll know God's word, you know, voice. Just pray on it, you know. <laughs> but the truth is this. The truth is, if you're in a job and you know at one point you're literally there because if you want to trace it back, you just got comfortable. It wasn't something you're like, this is what I want to do. I'm going to stay here and I love this job. There's a difference yeah. from me going... In a career, as a, I'm just throwing this out there. Me going to a career as a cop, and I and I fulfilled that career, and I'm a cop, right? Mm-hmm. Now I'm dealing with the negative. Is is this am I comfortable, or did I work hard to get here? Well, the question is, I worked hard to get here. So now you now you could you could forget that part. Now you could focus on, okay. Now let me keep this in prayer and see where direction God wants me to go from here. But mm-hmm. if you could root it back and say, I'm here because I just got comfortable. We know God doesn't work like that. We know that. I know that now. Yeah. God doesn't work on just being stagnant, you know, staying somewhere and not moving. So you kind of have your own your question. God's probably like, you weren't supposed to be there in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Move. Mm-hmm. You know well, what I mean? I think, that, I think that that's good. I think that, um, you know, coming to that realization to where you're like, God's saying like, hey, you weren't supposed to be there yeah. in the get. Mm-hmm. But while you're there, I need you to do something. Could you know be. I mean? Or maybe you already did it. Why are you still here? You that can too. look at it different ways. Yeah, that too. Correct. You know, there's a lot of things that took place. Like I said, when I was going through what I was going through, I could have very easily just quit. Yeah. I'm done. I'm walking out. You know what I mean? I've, I've done a lot of positive in my job. So mm-hmm. I could very look at it and be like, my job here is done. Yeah. And I'm really here because I got comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I think a, a good way to identify if it's God's time for you to move you is that you'll see your next. Yeah. God doesn't tell you to yeah. move from one place to another yeah. place and now you're wandering around. Yeah, correct. On? Yeah. God will say, all right, your season's about over that's here. It. I have something. You already see the next. Yep. So that's a good way to know. Like in, in, in my previous job, um, and I called Christian up, I was like, listen, I, my mission is done here. Mm-hmm. Like I walked into the site one day and I, it was busy and everything, but I felt like at peace. I'm like, joy and peace. Like, yeah. I'm done here. Yeah. I know, and, and and up until that day, you yeah. did not have that. Yes, at all. like I wanted to leave, I wanted right. to move, I wanted to go, the but I was like, was "There's there, something but... else." And we've had these conversations offline. I was like, literally pray in there. It's like, Lord, if I'm still supposed to be here, show me. And He'd bring somebody else. Somebody here. else. <laughs> and, and and Corey, I never shared this with you because uh, Corey, we used to work together. Um, 
and one day I was like, Lord, who is it? If I'm still here, who it is? And that day, and I can't remember exactly the conversation, but you and I first had like our first like, like um, kingdom talk, talking about God and stuff. And you came up to me with a question or something. The, that was towards the beginning of the year. Yeah, it was. It was. And I was like, that's why I'm still here. You know, that's why I'm still here. And, it's and funny you say that because I felt it too. Did you? Yes. It was, it was, <laughs> I, I don't know how to explain it. It was just a weird feeling. Yeah. But it wasn't yeah. a bad feeling. Yeah. It was it a gas. <laughs> just, I'm just verifying. I'm gonna make sure we're on the same page. He's known for that, so I'm just... he's gassing me up now. <laughs> no, but it was crazy because I saw a look in your face, and I was like, before you even said something to me, I was like, I, he needs to say something to me. Like I just knew there was a conversation was coming, and and and, and it happened. And then from there on, we started building a relationship. Like we already were friends and everything, but the relationship took a turn, and it was more meaningful from that point on. Yeah, and that's when I, I even told her, I was like. I'm at peace now. Like I, it wasn't right then and there because it was still more right. to happen. But that was the beginning of the end, the true ending of it all. So when I left, I was like, I'm good. So yeah. you, Corey, you're the final chapter. Yeah, Dang. yeah man. Yeah. Well, to add on to the chapter, well, the chapter before that, at something I went through something before that. I don't know if I want to talk about that now though. <laughs> but something happened before yeah. that that made me wanted to talk to you. Gotcha. Very cool. So that's good, man. No, we uh, uh I'm I. We've talked about this before, but it's mm-hmm. it's very, you know, we we said, Lord, you know, if we're if we're supposed to be here, the conversation between Mario and myself, Lord, if we're supposed to be here, bring me bring me someone else, bring me someone else. I kid you not. Every day we'd somebody. call each other, and I'd be like, He just brought me somebody else. Mm-hmm. And it'd be one more person every single time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to know something, listeners? I challenge you to do the same. Yeah, I challenge you to be at your job and say, Lord. Bring me somebody I need yeah. to talk to today. Reveal to me why am I here? Reveal to me because yeah. I promise you, the Lord's gonna, the Lord's gonna take that. Yeah, your and, job is bigger than just a paycheck. Absolutely. And are you comfortable? Is there some? That's I mean, true. that's important. It's time to get. Is comfortable. it just that you're comfortable? Because that's something to identify. Yeah. Um, and you need to identify that because if you're comfortable, then maybe you're comfortable and you saw your next, and you just so comfortable, you just don't care to take that. If you see your next, you have that. There's work to get there. Jump, yeah. yeah. There yeah. is. It's gonna. It's not. God's not revealing your next, and you just knock next door and walk to it. I see what you're saying. Like just take the next step. And, and that it. and that could be why people get comfortable. You know, I'm not working all that to get. You know, but it's like your, intimidation almost. Yeah, because God's not always gonna show your next that you dream dreamed of. Yeah. Your next doesn't have to be what you thought of. It's his next. God puts that in you and you see it and you're like, well, I don't never even thought of that. Mm-hmm. That's good, man. You know what I'm saying? So it's a good question. Are you comfortable there? That's good. Yeah. 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 For you listeners. Hey, this has been real good guys. Yeah. Guys, give me a takeaway. Quit your jobs. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> nah, nah. It's just my takeaway is, is, is you got to become sensitive to what God, where he wants to place you. And don't fall in love with a job or, or because your job is just that. It's just a job. Um, we've often said, too, like, if something were to happen to you, you'll be replaced tomorrow. You know, and, and yeah, we do have to provide. We do have to make money because that's the, the system that we're under. We have to do all that. But at some point, you got to value yourself. That if this place doesn't value me, then they don't deserve me. Start looking. Corey? Corey. Um, are you basically fulfilling everything you can at your job That's to make good. it a, make it a better place? That's good. Like, are you talking to your coworkers? Mm. Are you making it a good environment? Mm. You know, like all, that. All, all that helps. You know what I'm saying? Yep. That, might, that might change the whole atmosphere yeah. in your 
work environment and make things better. Be the agent of change. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. That's I like good. that. That's good. Christian? Uh, mine is we are under the microscope. So how we choose to respond is so important. And that's part of what sets us apart from everybody else, you know. And if we're looking at the joy of the Lord being our strength, you know, then that kind of throws everything else off. Like that's not something that we have to, you know, have as a factor, I guess you could say. So just be cautious and and respond man, respond godly, please. I had I just a bomb just went off my head when you said we're under the microscope. Don't look at being under the microscope as a negative thing. No, it's not a bad thing. Because you all are watching me. Yes, we want you to examine because if you spot something in that microscope and you say it to me, then amen. Now I know what to work on. That's right, man. That's good. That's really good. My takeaway is um, we are not promised tomorrow. Yes. Um, we need to we need to stop this. And this is why I brought up being comfortable because we need to stop activating on the worldly ways of just sitting back and viewing everything and being involved come on making sure that you're running not walking not looking you're running to whatever passion whatever your heart posture is whatever god had put in front of you you need to be there come on and you know you need to be there so we're not we're not promised bro we all have expiration dates Mm. and we need to make sure that we're activating and we're making the life that God has given us every morning you wake up, there's a purpose. What is that purpose? It, everyone's different. Find it. That's good, man. That's really good. So that's mine. Awesome. That's your mic drop. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. pretty much done. <laughs> it's on a stand, but if I could drop it and if it didn't cost you can throw it. expensive, <laughs> I would drop it. Throw it and Mario will catch you, it. You can drop that. Here goes, here goes. You drop that. That's oh, my mic okay. There you go. That's Mike. <laughs> Ron, that was your mic. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. Thanks for listening. Please check us out on all of our social media platforms. We got TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube Shorts. Yep. Also, uh, check us out on all podcast platforms. We're on everything. Please, also, listeners, email us at slingingstone yes. at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. Please, 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 please. Listen, y'all, it's been good. Year. Stay blessed. Thank you for being a part of Sling and Stone. I hope today's conversation was engaging and life-giving. If you've enjoyed your time with us, please like and subscribe. And best of all, share with your friends and family. Until next time, stay blessed and have a great week.